Okay, I've got my coffee. I'm ready to I'm ready to talk about Patrick Swayze's pelvis. <laughs> oh, so ready. That's all I ever wanted. We're gonna need to wait until I get into the wine for that. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am blushing over here. <laughs> get ready to blush a lot. Yeah. In fact, because Sarah if, without Sarah, I feel like this uh-huh. episode's gonna be dirtier than usual. Oh yeah, because oh, Sarah my. sometimes just cuts me off <laughs> when I get too yeah. raunchy. She'll like, be like, No. What did I get myself into? Can that be the drinking game? Every time I blush, we can take a drink of whatever is we'll I was blushing like while watching this movie a lot. Oh my god. And I'm a grown woman <laughs> with needs. Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. On today's podcast, we begin our discussion about the film Dirty Dancing from 1987, starring Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey. Uh, You will notice um, that sadly Sarah is not present for uh, this discussion. We will miss her this month, but she will be back next month. Uh, But for now, uh, you can enjoy um, myself, um, Hilary Arheath, and Christy Wozniak, our special guest, talking about the film Dirty Dancing. Sign me up. Where do I? Where do I? Go? This is. I'm I mean, this kidding. is a thing people used to do. It I was, don't know. This um, whole thing looked like my nightmare. Like, yeah, it's just a little nightmare for sure. Yeah, but this was a thing people did. Although, look, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I went. I mean, I didn't go to the Catskills, but I went on vacations with my family, and I yeah. remember being like, oh, "I wish I was at home with my friends." Yeah, but you know what I mean. A lot of other people, like other families and stuff, and also like the yeah. the whole dynamic there was really strange because they had the like waiters who were from harvard that they were trying to hook up with the daughters and like the entertainment crew wasn't allowed to touch the girl it was just like a whole weird well, like classism and like yeah that's, that's a class that thing. Like a still, rich... it still felt to me like they were like pimping out their daughters like hmm. they kept trying to tell the older one to like Ooh, go hang out with him go hang out with the owner's son well, you know it they was were trying creepy. to like create memories and it kind of brings up a theme in the film of like escapism yeah and it was fascinating to me yeah because that that doesn't sound like my idea of a, a fun family vacation no. but we also mortifying, ha- frankly we also yeah. have to remember that they're being brought up there because the father um you know plot point we'll probably get to it yeah. with the next scene but you know it, it's kind of a free trip for them so yeah. it's kind of like and he hasn't had a vacation in a long time yeah. so it brings up this whole theme of like well he saved kellerman from a heart attack or yes. something right yeah. <laughs> daddy 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 houseman baby's mm-hmm. dad is a doctor baby's oh so just call him. I know it's just sounds daddy weird. Daddy Houseman. Already bring up baby's daddy. Baby's daddy. Oh, here we oh go. God. Daddy, ha- daddy Houseman. I'm just gonna and call I'm him Daddy again. Houseman. <laughs> doctor Daddy Houseman. So he's a doctor. Are you gonna be a secretary? Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. Sorry, I do more voices oh, the more wine so is in me. Great. I love it though. I love it. I'm gonna be joining right with you. Oh, please do. So. I think the other thing we're missing here is that in 1963. You would, if your daughter was 18 or in her early 20s, you would be ready to shove her off into a husband. Yes. Situation. I didn't mean to say into a husband. That sounds really weird. <laughs> that choice of words. But they, they would, if, if, if your, if your daughter went to the Catskills and, and met a nice Harvard guy who was just like, 
waiting tables for the summer before going off to law school or whatever, like mm-hmm. at an Ivy League school, like and and he you landed a husband at on vacation. That would have been a desirable thing that would have happened. Oh yeah. So I think that's the other thing sort of at play here. Ew. But that's not <laughs> what they're looking for for baby. We haven't really yeah. mentioned this yet, but baby is like, I can't. I, I fucking. I can't even handle calling her. like her name is bothering me like it didn't bother me as much when i was watching it but like saying the word baby out loud is just like yeah i'm surprised making me upset comfortable (laughs) with that like my my 2017 christy is like how are they just like like, yeah like it was just a thing was it just like okay well obviously she's the baby of the family right she's the younger daughter was that just like a weird nickname that girls had back then or something you know like there are other weird names i guess like anyway, maybe dumb. they nicknamed her because they were listening to one of the songs and she loved one of those. Nah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, I don't who know. knows? It, know. it is a little weird, though. I mean, I yeah, call yeah. El- I call Elliot Bubbies. Yeah. But I'm probably not going to call him that when he was like 18. I'm not going to be like, Bubbies. Fair. Can you get can you go get mommy a bagel? <laughs> However, <laughs> I mean, I'm- do. please do that. <laughs> oh, However, there are we'll situations in which that nickname is used as a power play. Like it's almost like they want to keep her in that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is kind of a coming of age story. So we see moments where. And people do use it against her. Against her too. Like throughout the film. Yeah. Definitely. So obvious. The name is thematic. It's just very difficult for me to talk about this like nearly adult woman. Yeah. Named baby. It's like difficult for me. Yeah. It's it is. It's a little Playboy Mansion ish. A little weird. Just so next we see the family at dinner. And they're having a big meal. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. And this is the first time we see Robbie, the scuzzy waiter, hitting on Lisa. <laughs> um, baby's Lisa annoying Cole. wet blanket sister. So we see, I don't even remember what he says. To, oh, yeah, it's there talking. Again, we're getting, we're sort of getting in more information that we kind of already know that like mm-hmm. baby's like this like social justice warrior kind mm-hmm. of. And yeah. Lisa's the pretty one. Um, and uh, I mean, I love, right? That's I love kind of the quote. I love the quote that the father says. He says, our baby's going to change the world. And then Max turns to, is it Lisa or Liza? Lisa? Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Mm-hmm. He turns to Lisa and he says, what are you going to do? And baby says, oh, Lisa's going to decorate it. Right. And then Robbie says, she already does. Right. Ugh, so that, it sets up several things Ooh, just in that little him. dialogue. Yeah. Because um, she's decoration, everyone. She's, she's Keep decoration. that in mind. Right. Oh, yes. Uh, speaking of scuzzy, we're also introduced <laughs> to Neil, um, yes. Kellerman's creepy grandson. Oh, my God. I feel like the casting director lined up the creepiest, ickiest people in town and yeah. was just like, get me everyone that makes your that makes women's skin crawl. Yeah, shwarmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would like to pick the scuzziest one possible to play Neil. Okay, can yeah. I can I interject with just a random tangent? Please. I don't have many people in my life that are like that to me that like make my skin crawl on like yeah. a physical like level that I can't hide. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest is that person for me. What? <laughs> oh Ryan my Seacrest? God. I know. I'm conscious. I know. He's so, know. he's so harmless. I know. Oh it's something about the fake tan and the hair and the thing. I and mean, like, he's very bless fake his heart, sure. But no, it's, oh and, and I his can't. outfit at the Grammys was just terrible last night. Oh, I didn't see it. But like, oh, and I, I mean, I couldn't look at anything but Beyonce. Yeah. Casual. Oh yes, and I feel bad. Like I wish that that was something I could suppress or hide. But it is a very—it's 
it's like, a very is it Neil level though? I mean, because Neil is like an icky, like he's icky inside. Like he's like, yeah. like solidly gross from inside to outside. Um, Ryan Seacrest seems like maybe he's an okay guy. Oh, I'm sure he's an okay guy, yeah. and it's it, you know, and I feel bad because it's I'm just taking it on surface level. So I'm sure he's like a great person, but it, it's something I don't know wow, what it that's is. That's amazing. I don't. It's I don't know. Like biologically, I don't, that I can't. I don't explain. love Ryan Seacrest, but I don't have that visceral reaction. Oh, it's to him, the only I person think. I have a visceral reaction wow. to. I'm trying like, to think if there's anyone like yeah. that for me, but I don't think there I mean, is. I mean, there are a lot of people that I know in real life. There are a lot of people like, I really find revolting. People that I'm just like. <laughs> How are you? Every time I see them. So sorry, but Neil, yeah, and yeah, um, no, Neil is like revolting. Like yeah, he's like person. he's like a toad. Yeah, in a very like mug mu- like mucky swamp to yeah. me. So for me, I guess <laughs> I I don't I don't have that full of a response. Like it's not so- Ryan Seacrest level for okay, me. Okay, so it's not um, Ryan Seacrest and I think level. I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the like, Defcom level. It's like There's <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. That I that I know it's like Republican senator. Yeah, for me. it's it's something that's like oh, okay. the level he's well, at for me. You know, it seems yeah. pretty and appropriate. Like for me, I guess maybe because yeah. I was wa- partially watching just to get plot points and things like that. But for me, again, it brought up another interesting theme for me. If there was a drinking game for Dirty Dancing, it would be drink anytime someone either longfully or lustfully stares at someone for more than two seconds because i or think anytime neil mentions how rich he is that's true yeah <laughs> so we'll, yeah we'll make a list of all these things and neil Boy. neil does that a lot and in that scene there's a lot of that like the mother is checking out robbie and robbie's checking out the daughter and there's oh yeah 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 eye for sure. everyone's yeah. eye fucking each other hardcore in this from <laughs> yes. so here to but, pimp out their daughters but i kind of saw the strange awkward vulnerability in that character in the beginning yes i agree he's a total jerk but this i mean the kid's doing a good job it's oozing of desperation and i think that's maybe what you perceive as creepy and i perceive it i don't know i don't know i see what you're saying like i think he's definitely overcompensating but i feel like that's the only color the suit comes in you know what i mean like there's not going to be like you get to know him and he loosens up like i feel like he's forever going to be overcompensating like yeah. that that guy that this is all he knows how to do i feel like yeah not the actor mind you i oh, feel like course. the actor's doing an excellent job being being a dick revolting yeah. yeah but um the character i think that's that's all there is to yeah. him really all right so uh last we left this movie um baby was dancing with neil yes and yeah. he had to get he had to skedaddle because mm-hmm. he had to go help out with the games quotations oh yes which seems to be some kind of magic show. And he asked baby to help him, yes. which entails her um, being sawed in half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, while an, an older gentleman makes health insurance jokes. <laughs> oh my God. It sounds like my version of hell. Yeah. yeah. It's truly this awful. whole place <laughs> sounds like my version of hell. I mean, this it's a whole thing. <laughs> you don't, so you don't see the Heaths taking a vacay to Kellerman's. I could definitely see my, parents forcing me to go to this uh, i don't see myself enjoying it. <laughs> what do you think the catholic version of kellerman's would be um Ooh. i was sent on it and it's called a retreat oh, wow. oh yeah and they typically send troubled youth to them to go oh, learn about so, jesus more oh so this is a troubled youth yeah. kind of situation but do your parents go mm. there to sometimes my parents went to their own retreats though typically oh. so they went to an adult one and, and then i went to a kid's one, one. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm not even kidding. 
they also divide the mass like that too in catholic church like if you go to a certain mass they'll be like bring all your kids up and then they'll go entertain your kids with songs about Jesus in the other well, room while you listen to the Well, isn't that the whole point of going to church? You get somebody to watch your kids for free for a couple hours? Yeah, and you can just like sit there and drink some wine first thing on Sunday morning. And you're like, oh, thank God they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was not the experience that I had as a kid, but that's not pretty I mean, Christy's that's like, whole... I was stuck in that pew next to mom and dad. Oh, I was, and doing all the awkward gestures, having no idea what I was doing. Yeah, they don't seem to And I was like, are we healing newcomers. again? Are we standing up? What's happening? <laughs> It's just like an exercise class. Yeah, pretty much. But then you get alcohol at the end and it's all good. Well, that's like how I like to end my exercise class. Yeah, and yeah. a little cracker. <laughs> a little cracker and some wine at the end. So Baby does the magician thing. We get De- we get Dennis Nedry um, telling some good old-fashioned wi- wife jokes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Love wife Nothing jokes. Nothing I love more than a wife joke. Um, and she gets a cock at the end. She does. With feathers, we should say. With feathers, yes. They hand her chicken. It's a terrible image. Really strange. Very strange. The chicken thing. Yeah, they saw her in half. And then he says, was it good for you? Ba-doom, boom, Yeah. And then they give her a chicken. Like, what is she supposed to do with that chicken? She's obviously supposed to kill it, pluck it, prepare it, and make it for dinner. Okay, well, this is what they do in the Heath household. In my house, house, we would have made it a sweater. (laughs) <laughs> giving it a name yeah that makes sense built it a little little coop maybe mm-hmm. a swing set or something or the <laughs> chickens like swing sets right? yeah, <laughs> chickens yeah, sure, love why, not? Sets. <laughs> why would you waste a valuable chicken like that well i'm keeping my chickens away from you that's all I can yeah. say about that. <laughs> oh. keep your lobsters away too nicole definitely oh. the lobster oh, my okay. lobsters are not going i anywhere heard near that you. episode <laughs> So, you I can't mean, what, dip what? chickens in butter, though. Oh, yes, you can. How are you eating chicken? <laughs> Apparently the wrong way. <laughs> so what what function does that scene have? Like, besides just the awkwardness of her sexual... I mean, I don't... What, I, does it do any... Like, what does it, it do? You know, if I was going... If I had to make some cuts to this movie, it might be, it might be that scene. It might scene. be that, yeah. But I think the purpose of the magician wife joke telling scene was to kind of give you a flavor of what a cat skills the entertainment at a cat skills club would be like yeah and i think that kind of entertainment is now relegated to cruise lines Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i would assume i've never been on a cruise yeah no one loves me enough to take me on one oh it's mostly just eating on a boat Exactly. Well, exactly. Why does no one love me enough to do that for me? Okay. <laughs> All I've ever wanted Hello? to do. Well, if only they had Catholic retreats on a boat. Oh, well, that might be kind of I might still be Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for today's Lady Bits. You can see this month's special guest, Christy Wozniak, in the film Uncommon Law. Uh, If you'd like to know more about that film or find out where it's going to be screening or how you can get a copy of it, check out the Facebook page for Uncommon Law, the film. You can also visit Christy at Dance 101 in North Druid Hills, uh, where she works. Uh, Dance 101 is a really cool dance studio here in Decatur, Georgia. And uh, you can take classes. There are multiple levels, different types of um, experience levels that they accept. So if you're if you've never danced before or you're just trying to get back into it again, um, they have a class for you. So check it out and go by and say hi to Christy. We're less than a week away from the exciting premiere of Critical Crop Top's latest short, Dick Pick Professional. That's written and directed by our own Sarah Allison Hodges. Um, it's super bananas. Uh, it's going to be really great. I uh, can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, so check it out. That's next Tuesday, March 7th, that it'll be available on our Vimeo channel. 
a dick pic professional on Critical Crop Top's Vimeo channel. Thank you again to our fiscal sponsor, C4 Atlanta. Thanks to uh, C4 Atlanta support, we are now able to take fully tax-deductible donations for our 2017 programming. So if you'd like to support the show, we take both monetary and in-kind donations. Um, For more information, whether you're an individual or a business looking to partner with us, um, please go to our website, that's criticalcroptop.com, and click the Donate tab. You can subscribe to this podcast, the Feminine Mistake Podcast, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. And come back next week. We have a full-length episode for you. We'll be talking about the film Dirty Dancing from top to bottom, from the top of Patrick Swayze's head all the way down to his gyrating pelvis. Uh, We'll be getting into it next week. So come back and join us. Till then, you can send us your nervous breakdowns that you'd like us to read on the show or your correspondence to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.